0: it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Let's be honest. Hunter Biden has been the gift that keeps on giving. Now, the headline is that the cocaine probe in the White House could be over today. Let me be honest with you. It was over in five minutes. To think that there was some meticulous, methodical, you know, you know, investigation, Uh, a day one rookie local police officer, not to insult any rookie day one local police officers, this was not complicated. This was not FBI agents or Secret Service agents pouring over, you know, traces of evidence and stacks of documents if you had to count on one hand the name the number of people that you think let's see hunter hunter, 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 hunter now, maybe there is somebody with a booger sugar problem in the inner sanctum of the of the White House could possibly be could be more than one cokehead in there, like I've said, we're one step away from finding a dead hooker in the White House. you know, all the Democrats talk about how Trump mocked traditions trump was you know was this terrible no, awful no good person who didn't deserve to be in the white house look at the way biden's running things look at look look at, look at what's going on in the white house we got we got transgender activists fla- uh, f- uh, flashing uh i don't even know what body parts are they real or they fake I, I i don't even know we've seen some of the most inappropriate things coming out of the white house between pride month and now this And the media is just like, well, there's an investigation. The Secret Service is doing its job. You guys, come on. Do you think people in the media must think everybody else is just that stupid? Or do you you want it that way? Because nobody believes the coverage would just be so sterile and so sanitized and just, you know, sort of matter of fact and by the book if this were the Trump White House. If there were people flashing boobies and doing yayo in the situa- situation room, it would be like the pearl clutching would be would be endless. I mean, Hillary would be sitting there saying, my God. Well, no, she actually couldn't say that. She would not be the voice of that one. Excuse me, I take that back. The last time we saw this level of disrespect for the Oval Office was with Bill Clinton who was in there. Funny, we haven't heard Hillary really comment on this stuff, have we? Wyantix 695 Patriot 957-2874. Let's see, Greg Abbott has an interesting new plan for the Rio Grande. And if you hadn't haven't seen it, he's got these massive, massive orange buoys that I don't know if they are channel markers or are they the type of bumpers you might have on a really large-scale ship. They look like giant, giant basketballs, is what they look like. And they are going to be strung together with metal fencing that drops into weighted fencing that drops into the water that's going to make it near impossible to swim across from one side to the other. And these things are huge. It looks like it's going to be hard to get over them because they're round. Now, I mean, it might be interesting if we were looking at another American Gladiators, American Ninja Warrior type show where, you know, maybe migrants, uh, if there was like, you know, Spinning tennis rackets or swinging punching bags, if you could like run across them and get to the other side and hit the buzzer, maybe you would get entry into the United States, would be a popular television show, just saying, Uh, but I don't think that's it. I think people in Texas are just fed up with the inaction of the federal government and it's not even inaction, it's by design, it's on purpose, they know exactly what it is they're doing. And I'm going to get a little deep into I saw somebody posting about the Hague simons text this weekend. And they linked it to an episode of my previous television program. I said, yes, 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 yes. I've been talking about this for years. I find this uh, statistic. 40% of Brown University students identify as LGBTQIA2S uh, uh, or LGBTQIA2S. I can't even keep up with it. I mean, we're at the point now where you don't actually have to perform trying to get this right on a family-friendly program. For example, as a straight white male, if I were to seek employment opportunities elsewhere, I could technically say that I'm a gender-fluid, male-presenting lesbian. Now, do I have to take any hormones for that? No. Do I actually have to perform any sexual acts with another human being to prove any of this? No. I could just say that, you know, today I'm a man. Tomorrow I might be a woman, but I will be male presenting. And if I decide that I am a woman or non-binary, then, you know, I will consider myself a lesbian. Which would still lead me to be attracted to women. I and mean, we're just kind of, people are just finding ways to attach themselves to this without actually truly being gay. Like, it just seems like we're now creating a generation of sexual contrarians. That there are people that, in, in their nature, seek a romantic relationship with a person of the same sex. We would call that homosexuality. If we were taking, you know, a senior, senior level, high school senior level, uh, biology, health, and sexuality class, and we were we were discussing this uh, this nature, we would say, you know, there's heterosexuality and homosexuality. Bisexuality seems more like a sport. It seems like people who are just visiting. But now you have people that are adding all these things to it, like queer and two spirit and non-binary. It just seems they're saying, okay, if the traditional norm is heterosexuality and the nuclear family, I'm just, I can't be a part of that because that is just, that is, that is just too traditional. It's too normal. It's too, uh, I, I don't know, but I have to be something else. I think we're seeing the rise of the sexual contrarian who just like, well, you know, I I'm, I'm not traditionally straight. Well, are you having sex with people of the same sex? Well, no, not exactly. No, not exactly. Well, what do, what, do, what what what's what's your thing? What, you know, what lights your light? What floats your boat? What, you know, what 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 gets you going? We're just making this stuff up is what I'm saying. Like we're giving we've we've given over to this concept of not just thirty different genders, but seventy-seven different sexual orientations. That just seem completely made up. Well, I'm a pansexual, two spirit, non-binary, female-presenting. Okay, okay. Are you a girl who you know? Gets it going with other girls? Yes or no? And do you really enjoy it? Are you doing these things because this is who you really are or you want to be part of something? It's, it's start, you know what the good news is? It's starting to sound silly, right? This is pushing the tolerance and the acceptance of the average person, right? When they say, okay, well, you know, cousin so and so. Uh is a lifelong bachelor and has spent most of his time with other men. We kind of know what cousin so-and-so is into and up to. And, you know, he's a good guy. We just don't talk about it in front of grandpa. All right, we got we we got that. We we get it that there are gay people in in our in our society, in our families, in our communities. But now this is getting to the point of absurdity where it's like Okay, how much can you really expect everyone else, everyone else to understand and to accept and to be up to speed on? How much? Wine 695, Patriot 9572874. Let's see, where do we want to begin? Where do we want to begin? Ah, yes. This piece from the Wall Street Journal. Speaking of the the uh, Greg Abbott piece, immigration backlashes spread around the world. Collapse of the Netherlands government latest sign of discord as immigration surges to record levels, fueling populism. And it is saying essentially that so-called first world or rich nations are being overwhelmed. Not just the United States, many of our our EU allies also Canada, are being overrun with immigration or illegal immigration, migration from the third world. And it is fueling a backlash. Now the media could sit there and cross its arms and say that is uh, you know, too nationalistic or or bigoted or whatever it is. But again, like talking about the 8 million different sexual orientations that are out there, at some point you push the normal a normal person's tolerance beyond its its boundaries and it's not just the united states it's across the globe that people in in these nations are saying to themselves we can't ex- be expected through our tax code through our our revenue to share ever more of what it is our nation has to offer really us can't offer the world that this has gone too far. Like I said, it's funny how we don't, we don't uh, see Norway having an open border. And it used to be that we would always hear from Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders or whoever it is, well, we have to be more like Norway, 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 Norway. Well, you don't hear them talking about Norway because why? Why? Because Norway doesn't let people in first and then figure out how to take care of them second. And it says right here in the piece, record immigration to affluent countries is sparking bigger backlashes across the world, boosting populist parties and putting pressure on governments to tighten policies to stem the migration wave. Many places, including Canada and parts of Europe and even Asia, have been encouraging more migrants to come to help alleviate labor shortages and offset democratic, uh, demographic declines. But the jump in arrivals with the increase in illegal immigration to the U.S. and Europe is making more voters uneasy. The influx since the end of the pandemic is altering societies with many people blaming immigrants for increases in crime and higher housing costs. The Dutch government collapsed on Friday after parties failed to agree Agree on new measures to restrict immigration that has soared to record levels, triggering new elections in the fall. Anti-immigrant parties. I love that. Anti-immigrant. What does that mean, anti-immigrant? So if you're not for unlimited immigration, if you're not for unfettered immigration, if you are for any policy that restricts a percentage of the population from entering your country, you are now branded anti-immigrant. Anti-immigration parties recently took power in Italy and Finland and have started backing a minority government in Sweden. Austria's far-right Freedom Party is leaning in national polls. Around five million more people moved to affluent countries last year than left them as COVID area travel restrictions ended. Rich world labor shortages intensified and economic problems in the developing world worsened. That was up up to 80% from pre-pandemic levels, according to the Wall Street Journal's data analysis. Polls across uh, affluent countries show a jump in opposition to immigration, including places that have been most welcoming to newcomers. Well, think of it like this. Think of it like this. First of all, when you look at a nation with a a welfare system of some form, right? Not necessarily the dole, but you look at these welfarist countries where in Scandinavia, Parts of the EU, people pay a high premium in taxes. And they expect certain things like their, their universal health care, or that their their retirement, their their pension years will be, will be fully funded, or their belief that maybe we should make universities free to qualified students. You know, the stuff the Democrats here talk about. But that's when you have something closer to parity, right? You don't have of the population taking care of 70%. You have have everyone all in on this. But as you add people, as you add people to the mix in growing numbers that are not contributing in in, everything, right? If you're saying, well, for the most part, the the population has been static, the birth rate has been static amongst citizens of XYZ Nation. If you are adding people, By the tens of thousands, and in some cases, millions that are not contributing anything. If you have the same number of people having the same number of children paying the same amount of taxes, but there's more people who are lining up to receive these services, that means the people who agreed to this, I guess you would say, social contract are now finding themselves with diminishing returns. That would That would outrage any normal voter. If you're paying high taxes, you expect high services. Now, it might be easy if you live in Mathis Vineyard to hang out that sign, no human is illegal, black lives matter, women are natural leaders, love is love, science is real, or whatever it is. It's another thing when you actually have to live with it. So when they say, well, these welcoming nations, who's welcoming these people? Just because the government class is welcoming these people doesn't mean the people are welcoming these people. And that's why you see the people turning on the government class. I bet I can get women to tell me how much they weigh before I can get a Democrat to tell me how many people should cross the border. Wine to 695, Patriot. So it is, yes, a hardcore summer. There's always something to talk about. I do not coast through the summertime, even when there's no election. Right now, there's no election going. I mean, yes, there is a primary field for Republicans. But right now, we're not debating. We're not voting, at least not till next month, the first debates. You would say, instinctively, it's kind of a slow news day. Not on this program. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken, Serious XM Patriots. You can join me live on the Wilco Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to three east, nine to noon west on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.